Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Hey everyone, I'm Gavin. And it's me, Maddox. I just want to say that I really love and miss you guys, and I'm excited to see you all again whenever that may be. I love the online services because I'm able to worship with people that I know and I love. Yes, I! <laughs> Hi, Crossroads Church family. This is Mac. And this is Patty. We just wanted to let you know we was thinking about you, and we miss you, and we love you. Hey, Crossroads family. The Abbott family here. I'm Ted. I'm Crystal. And I'm James. Hi. Hey, we're, we're the, the Rogers, Rogers family. family. I'm Anthony. I'm Lindsay. This I, is Colton. I'm Colton. And this is Carson. This is, this is and we're excited for the service today. We're glad you could join us. Crossroads family, it's Selena. And Brian, we're the Larsons. We miss everybody. Hope everybody's staying safe. We love staying connected online, but we can't wait till we can praise and worship together. Hey, Crossroads family, this is Christy. This is Kate. And this is Jeremy. We miss you guys so much, and we cannot wait to get back to church with all of you. Yes. Love you all. Love yes. everybody. We love you all. Hello, everyone. We're the Davises. I'm Julius. And I'm Petra. We're part of the Crossroads. We love our Crossroads Church, and we love our Crossroads family. And we look forward to the time that we all can meet again together at the Crossroad. Hug and shake hands. In Jesus' name. Hello, everybody. This is Mike and Donna Bond. We just wanted to say hi to y'all. Hope y'all doing well. Hey guys, glad you made it to church on time. We are the Larsons and my name is Mike. Nathan. And my name is Zach. We miss going to church and seeing our church family. However, we like staying connected online. But always remember to stay positive, connected, and healthy. Hello from the elders. Good to have this opportunity to say hello to you. We miss everybody and we're praying for the whole church and uh, just waiting for the day we can get back together. Love everybody. Hello church people. And I miss you and I love you. Please have some church. Hi, I'm Carol Larson, grandma of the Larson family, and I'm happy to be here. Wish I could be with all of you in person. Miss hearing from you and getting those wonderful hugs in the morning. Hello, church family from the Brickbills. Hi. <laughs> love and miss you all. Looking forward to making up for all the missed hugs. God bless you. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Have a good one. Hello, Pastor and Sister Dummett and the Saints at the Crossroads Church. We just want to say a great big hello. We miss you and we hope you are doing well. We love you. I we love you. you. Thank you for all your prayers. Thank you so much. We appreciate each and every one of you and you're often on our minds. Thank you for your prayers and we love you from the Moreno family. I love you. Hi, Crossroads family. I love you guys. I hope you're all doing well. And I look forward to seeing you all again to worship God with you. Love you. God bless you. Hello, Hello everybody. everybody. This is Jasmine. Sister Kathy. Ashton. Julia. We love you guys. We miss you. And we look forward to getting together with you again soon. Thanks for staying connected with us. Until we get back. Let's, Let's have church in our homes. Hi, church family of the Hedges. We love and miss all of you so much. And we hope you all get to reconnect soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Crossroads Pentecostal Church. Que Dios los bendiga, hermanos. Es una bendición saludarlos. We give honor today to each and every one of you and to your pastors, brother and sister Demet, and their great family. Amen. We are the Campbells on a mission with our new addition to Costa Rica, Luke, Samantha, and baby Asher. He just turned a year old this past week, and we give God glory and honor for what He has done and, what, and this great gift that He's given us. Amen. Amen. And so today we want to encourage you to lift your hands, to worship, to be encouraged today in song and in word. Dance today, sing today, lift your voice in victory, because we serve a God that is in control. So rest assured, my brothers and my sisters, that our God is in control today. Lift your hands, lift your voice, shout unto God today, because we have the victory. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let's have some church. Amen. It's church time.
the miracle worker. Hallelujah. God, you are so great. You are so amazing. We love you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. You're still making a way. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome back to the After Easter Cyber Revival. And tonight, Thursday night, we are so excited to have uh, Mike Easter. And he is such a great speaker. He's been with us. He's been at our church a few times. And we are so thrilled to be able to have him speak to us tonight. He is from Newport News, Virginia. And God has done some amazing things in his life. What an incredible testimony. And now God uses him to preach the word all over uh, the, the, the world. But especially in the United States, God has used him mightily and he is going to speak to us tonight we are so glad that you have joined us please reach out and share this with somebody invite them to watch with you and let's tune in and hear what god would say to us tonight through the voice and through the heart of brother mike easter amen everybody say god bless brother easter amen god bless brother easter tonight praise the lord praise the lord all precious saints of the most high god I greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is, who was, and is to come, the Almighty God. And let me tell you, my brothers and sisters, my friends and neighbors, he is to come. Jesus is coming, just like he said he would. The evidence of the imminent return of the Lord is all around us. The Lord told us to be watchful, to be prayerful, to see the signs as he has already prophesied would come to pass. And brothers and sisters, we're living in a day now where prophecy is actually unfolding right before our eyes. What we are experiencing is not just a localized phenomenon, but this is a worldwide event. It's a global event. Anything this big, anything this huge, certainly has the attention of an almighty God. God is at work in these end times. And I hope and pray that we as the church of the living God are not just sitting back and waiting for things to happen, but that we are heeding the word of God. When the Lord said in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 7 and verse 14, God said, if I send a pestilence, if I send a disease upon the earth, amen, if my people would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. I believe God is shouting, amen, from the throne of heaven. All ye upon the earth, look unto me and be ye saved. I believe this is an opportunity for the world to finally come to terms that God is alive and that God is real and the Lord reigneth. Amen. For too long, people have ignored the Lord. They have shunned him. They have blasphemed him. And they have gone on about their lives, worshiping their idols as if God did not exist. But now God has shaken the heavens and the earth, and he's getting the attention of the multitudes. My brothers and sisters, we are in the midst of an incredible time for the church and for those of you that need to be in the church. It's a wake-up call. It is time. Today, amen, I want to talk to you about the subject of time. My title today for this particular message is it's just a matter of time. I'm going to be reading from the book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter, two verses I want to look at, verse number 15 and 16. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning at verse 15 through 16. Hallelujah. Amen. What well, the scriptures clearly declare, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. The Apostle Paul tells us in the book of Ephesians, in verse 15, that we need to be wise concerning our ways. He said, walk 
circumspectly, not as fools. To walk circumspectly means to walk in a circle, not like you're just outside walking around in a circle, no. But what he's telling us is that when we walk, we need to walk being aware of what's going on around us. Be wise concerning our ways. And then he instructs us to be wise concerning our days. He says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Just for a few moments, I want to talk to you about it's just a matter of time. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, to be gathered, Lord, in your name. We pray, God, for a powerful anointing, oh Lord, to, to work through this social medium, Lord. God, every ear to hear, let them hear. Every heart to receive, let them receive. I pray for a spirit of revelation to open up the eyes of those that have been blinded by tradition of men, those that have been blinded by sin. God, that their eyes would be open today. I pray, oh Lord Jesus, that you would use me today as your servant. God, to convey what thus saith the Lord. Amen. And lives will be changed and decisions will be made and salvation will be granted to every repentant heart. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Time is of essence. Amen. Brothers and sisters, it's just a matter of time. What is time and why is time so important. Well, first of all, time is so important that the Bible commands us to redeem the time. Twice we are told in the Bible to redeem the time. First in the book of Ephesians, where we just read it, chapter 5, verse 16. The scripture says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The second time we are instructed to redeem the time is in Colossians chapter four in verse, verse number five, where the scripture says, walk in wisdom toward them that are without or those that are on the outside, redeeming the time. Some of us have just a little time left to redeem, while other of us, other of us have quite a bit of time left. No one knows for sure what time we have. But the book of Proverbs, chapter 27 and verse 1 says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring. We don't know how much time we got left in this world. We have no guarantees, but I'm telling you, we need to redeem it while we have it. So, time, what is it? It's so important, but you can't smell time. You can't taste time. You can't touch it. You can't hear it. Neither can you see it. Time is beyond our abilities in the flesh to grasp. It's interesting when you're having fun, time flies. But when you're bored, it is slow as molasses. <laughs> time is passing. It is constantly passing nonstop. Isn't it interesting? that everything I said to you just now is in the past. Amen. That's how quickly time passes. And here's another interesting thing to think about. This very moment that we're in right now, it has never been before, and it will never come again. The time that you have now is so vitally, vitally important, and time will never stop until God says so. Time is constantly moving. We have clocks, amen, to, 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 to manage time or to keep contact with time. We have calendars, amen, to, to, to delegate time and to, to watch time. But if you get rid of all the clocks, you get rid of all your watches, you can get rid of every calendar, time will still march on regardless. Even if everything were to stop, time keeps marching on. Amen. Because time, time is a divine gift from God. Someone said yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. No wonder today, right now, is called the present. Hallelujah. It's a present from God. Amen. 
Each day that we live is a gift. And since we begin and we close each day with no promise of tomorrow, every moment we have is precious and we should regard it as a gift from God. Time is a divine gift. But not only that, time is also a daily trust. When the gift of time comes responsibility, every day that God has given us is a trust. Time is something that we all are entrusted with. As the receivers of time, then we are stewards of God's gift. Time will swiftly pass. Isn't that amazing how quickly time gets away from us? One minute we turn around and we're young, young and, and have the hope of the world in front of us. And the next minute we're 64, 65, 67 years old. And we wonder, where has time gone? Time swiftly passed. Oh, the swiftness of time. If there is one thing that is characteristic of time is its speed. The seconds fly by so fast. The minute continues without interruption. Life is like a fleeting shadow. I see in the book of James, chapter 4, in verse number 14, James says this about time. James says, whereas you know not what shall be on tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then just vanish away. The Bible is constantly speaking to us about the swiftness of time and how fast it goes by. Psalms chapter 39 at verse number four and verse number five. This is what the psalmist wrote. Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and mine age is nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Oh Lord, help me to know God my time. Help me to know the essence of every second that you grant me because it's here now and then it's soon be gone. Another characteristic of time, not only does time swiftly pass, but time will surely come to an end. Hebrews chapter nine and verse 27, it says, and it is appointed unto every man once to die. And after this comes the judgment. You don't have all the time in the world. You don't have all the time to wait. You don't have all the time to procrastinate. Time will surely end. Time is a precious matter. Time is a passing matter. The moment a man is born, consider this, the moment a man is born, he begins to die. Death could not come in any moment, or death can come at any moment by disease, by decay or by disaster. Mankind is not here to stay, but we are all here to someday die. Now we don't like to talk about it. We don't like to face it, but it is facing us. Every day in the news, you hear people passing away, whether they're ready for the Lord or whether they're not ready for the Lord. People are surely dying. Amen. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, the Bible instructs us that now, while we have an opportunity, while you have an opportunity, the Bible is telling us to redeem the time. It's telling us to properly manage our time. The word redeem. The word redeem comes from the word that means to buy up. We would say to make the most of our time. We are to take advantage of every opportunity. To redeem the time that is divinely and every day given to us is to manage time so that it is personally and most importantly, eternal, eternally profitable. Hallelujah. Man can mark time. 
Man can save time. Man can kill time, so they say. But in order to redeem the time, let me suggest two steps that we must make. Number one, in order to redeem the time, priorities must be settled. We must examine our priorities. You know, Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. We must put our priorities in order. We must put God first. When the Bible calls us to redeem the time, it's calling us to get our priorities right to get things in order. The second thing that we must do to redeem the time is we need to acknowledge that opportunities that is given us must be taken advantage of. Amen. You are to take advantage of every spiritual opportunity because we know that the night is coming when no man can work. There is now an open window in time for your soul to be saved and you must seize that moment. We must seize the moment now that God has given us. He has, he has shut us in. We are in our homes. We can't go to our buildings. We can't go and, and, and all these other things and distractions and entertainment and all these things that's happening in the world. God has given us an opportunity to be shut in with him. This is an opportunity that should not be wasted. When this thing is lifted and this curse is over, we should not expect to go back to our churches we should not expect to go back to our schools and our jobs and our everyday life the same way we did before it happened. God has given us an opportunity right now, saints of God, people that are not saved. I hope you're listening to me. God has given all of us a chance to reevaluate ourselves and take this opportunity to get as close to him as we can. This is not a time to sit home and watch television all day, be on uh, the computer all day, doing all kinds of things other than getting close to him. This is an opportunity to focus. Now, most of us have more time than we could ever imagine to read our scriptures, to pray, to seek after God's face, to perfect holiness in the fear of the Lord. These are opportunities. Hallelujah. Folks complaining, oh, we're in the house all day. We can't go here. We can't go there. There's a reason for that. It's all that going and coming in the past that distracted you from where God wanted you to be. And now you have an opportunity. Hallelujah. Redeem the time. The word redeem that is used in our text is a word that comes from the marketplace. You go down to the supermarket and what do you do? You look for bargains because you know they will not last. They are passing away. Therefore, you make the most of them by buying them up. That's exactly what the word is, is saying here. Buy up the opportunities which are being created in these evil days. Buy up this opportunity. Buy it up. Let me tell you something. I'm going to make a plug for my Facebook page. My son is always joking with me. He said, Dad, every time you talk to people, you're always plugging in your Facebook page. Well, let me plug it in right now. I have a Facebook page, Mike Easter. When you go on that Facebook page, you discover that the Lord has initiated a 24-hour prayer chain. 24 hours, seven days a week, all around the clock. Family and friends on Facebook have joined with me in committing one hour to prayer. They have chosen one hour around the clock and they've committed to pray that one hour for seven days. We've done this. We started uh, two weeks ago. The first week, uh, people was, 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 was coming in and they were committed. The second week, they said, Brother Easter, let's do it again. We got testimonies of people just saying, I didn't even know I had enough time to do this. I never realized how important this was, and more, more important than that, I never realized how blessed it was, how much it changed my relationship with God. And now we started our third week, 
of 24-hour prayer. Some people now have an opportunity. Some of you that aren't working, you're not working. You can get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and pray one hour. Some of you, amen, that don't, that don't uh, have jobs, you can now pray at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, where before you found it so, so hard to do. Now you have an opportunity. Seize, it. Seize that opportunity. Join in with us. Go to my page and plug in. Pick an hour and join us with us. Be committed. Let's seize the opportunity. Because I believe right now we are shut in like a, like a caterpillar shut in a cocoon. And something needs to be transpiring. Something needs to be involving while we're in this place right now. Where are we in? Something needs to be challenging us to change. And then when this thing is lifted, we don't need to be going back to the same old ways. We need to come out like a beautiful butterfly, transformed with the mind of Christ, full of power, full of the Holy Ghost. I can't help but imagine what the Lord must have thought when he looked at the world just a few months ago. He looked at the church just a few months ago. This world is so so full of evil and it boggles the mind how far this world has gone away from God. But I believe God began to look at his church and God knew that if the trumpet sounded, the church wouldn't be ready. There's a great majority of Christians who are not ready for the rapture, not had been ready for a long time. They've got so careless and got so nonchalant in the way people would act when they come to church. And God loves us so much and he knew we weren't ready. So what does God do? He, he causes this to happen. He causes us to go into this place where we can reevaluate ourselves and reprioritize ourselves and get connected and get ready because I, I believe that the next great event that's coming upon this world is the rapture of the church, the calling up of those that have been born again of the water and the spirit. I believe it is imminent, but God in his mercy and God in his grace, he didn't want to take us, amen, in the condition that we was, but praise God. God, when this thing is done, we're going to be changed. We're going to be different than what we were. God, help us take the opportunity that Lord have given us. And let's get on fire for Jesus. Let us pray. The church has never been stronger than it's been when it goes through a dark time. Let us pray. Let us get more anointed. Let, let it be less of us and more of God. Hallelujah. Opportunities must be taken advantage of. There are some best things not put off until a later time because time is a matter of salvation. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 2, Behold now, right now, behold now is the accepted time. The Bible doesn't say tomorrow is the accepted time or later on is the accepted time or uh, when I get ready is the accepted. No, no, no. The scriptures clearly declare now, right now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. My brother, my sister's friends, would you, would you take advantage of that? Would you take advantage of this opportunity? Time. The Bible commands us, redeem the time, buy it up, take advantage of it right now. If you've never repented of your sins, then you need to take advantage of it. Not tomorrow, not next week, not in the next half an hour, but right now. Right now, take advantage of it. Repent. What that means? Make a decision. You either believe God or you don't. Either God is telling you the truth or God is telling you a lie. Which one is it? Jesus said, he that believe and is baptized shall be saved. There is something that's required of you. And the first thing that's required of you is repentance. The acknowledgement of your sin, the acknowledgement of your failure to obey God and a determination to turn around. You can turn around. You can make a decision to turn around. You may sit there and think about all the things that's hindering you or all the things that you have to get straight and all that. No, no, no. You can decide right now to stop doing things your way and to start doing things God's way. 
And in some cases, the temptation or the thought would come to your mind and says, well, before I do all that, I, I need to get this straight and I need to stop doing this and I need to stop doing that. And then some even say, well, there's some things I tried to stop and I can't. I'm taken captive. Some of you may be suffering with addictions. Some of you may be suffering with, with all kinds of things in your past. But the Holy Ghost is saying, you come as you are. Change the things that you can change. The Holy Ghost will change the things that you can't change. But most of all, repent. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Today is the day. You need to do that. Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to do that? It's just a matter of time. And I hear the clock ticking. And time is quickly passing away. Hallelujah. The Bible commands us. The Bible commands us to redeem the time. To redeem the time, priorities must be settled. And opportunities must be seized. You have an opportunity. Get your priorities in order. I'm reminded of a, an old song we used to sing. I thank God for those old songs. <laughs> you know, I miss those old songs. Praise God. But as an old song, the lyrics speak profoundly to me right now, and I hope they'd be a blessing to you. But here are some of the lyrics from this song. The lyrics are only one life, only one life, so soon it will pass. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one chance to do his will. So give to Jesus all your days. It's the only life that pays. When you recall, you have but one life. Then there's another verse that says, the days pass so swiftly, the months come and go. The years melt away like new fallen snow. Spring turns to summer, then summer turns to fall. Autumn brings the winter, then death comes to all. You only have one life. So soon it will pass. Only what's done for Christ will last only one chance to do his will. So give to Jesus all your days. It's the only life that pays. When you recall, you only have but one life. That's all we have. 24 hours in a day. Redeem the time. Prioritize your life. Put that which is first, the kingdom of God, first. And his righteousness, his life, his will, his spirit, and all the other things shall be added unto you. Grace, mercy, truth, salvation. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I pray, almighty God, that we would recognize the moment, the seconds that are fleeting by. We can never get them back. We can never get them back. Lost opportunities are truly lost, but now, while the breath is in our lungs, while the blood is running warm in our veins, while we still have the capacity to make decisions. Help us, Lord, incline our hearts towards you. We want your will to be done. We thank you for your word. Let a spirit of obedience run all over us, compel us, draw us nigh unto you, and let us be forever, ever changed into your image. This we pray right now in the name of Jesus. And everyone say amen. My brothers and my sisters, it's time to get on fire. 
It's time to quit doing what we want to do and let's do what God wants us to do. Not our wills, that his will be done. Seek his will in prayer. Amen. Turn around and be what God has called you to be. You are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. And my friend that has not been born again, I want you to know there's a church that loves you and there are some precious people that are praying for you. You don't have to keep on going the way you're going. But I want you to find you a church. Call this pastor. Get that number and make some contacts and call somebody. Amen. And just tell them right now, I need to make a change. You need to be born again of the water and of the spirit. You need to repent and be baptized in the water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of all your sins. And God promises he will fill you with his Holy Spirit. It'll give you power. It'll give you power to live the life that he wants you to live. You can't do it in your own strength. You have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's real, it's available, and it's here right now. Redeem the time. Take advantage of what God has given us, and let's make a change. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Amen.
Amen. It's just a matter of time. Amen. Things are not ever going to get back to an absolute normal. It is just a matter of time before Jesus returns. It's just a matter of time. Amen. We only have uh, the time that we have right now to, to do what we have to do to get closer to God. Let's take advantage of that time. Let's not waste any more time. You want to be baptized in Jesus' name and you've been putting it off and you said, I'll wait until the, the virus is over and I'll wait until there's a more convenient time. Don't put it off any longer. If you need to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and you've been waiting and you say, well, I'll just wait until I get back into a church service. Don't wait any longer. Don't put it off anymore. If you have been baptized in Jesus name and you're filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, but you've kind of strayed away and you've wandered away from where you know that God is wanting you to be. Why don't you take the time right now to surrender your heart and your life again to him and come back into that special relationship with him where you're surrendered to him, where, where you say, God, whatever you want in my life, God, I, I'm going to make the decisions based upon what would you want me to do, not what I want to do. I'm going to trust you, God, and I'm going to move forward. And I know that I just have a little bit of time, God. I may not have as much time as I think, or I may have way more time than I think, but God, the time that I have, I'm going to give to you. I'm going to surrender to you. And God, I want you to have your way in my life. We want to, we want to help you. We, we are here to partner with you on your spiritual journey. It, it, we want to pray pray with you. If you want to be baptized in Jesus name, we will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ and all your sins can be washed away. You don't have to wait. You can call us. We'll do it tonight. Amen. God is wanting to, to uh, speak to some of your hearts. If you'll just open up and you'll allow him to, he's going to do something special in you right now, right here tonight. If maybe you don't understand everything completely and you'd like to know a little bit more, please 
contact us. We will set up a video uh, chat Bible study with you. We can video chat with you. You can be sitting in your living room, in your home. You can be sitting at the kitchen table and we can be sitting at our kitchen table and we can video chat Bible study with you. Amen. We want to be there to help you. We're here to partner with you. We want to see you grow spiritually during uh, this time of crisis. And God is going to help us because that we are redeeming the time because the days are evil. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us. If you didn't get a chance to watch uh, tonight's message in its entirety, please go back and watch from the beginning after it posts and uh, take just a few moments, if you don't mind, and share it with somebody. Reach out to somebody and let them know, hey, they're only a few days into this revival and it's going to be going on through Saturday. You don't want to miss the great speakers and the great content that is coming your way. God is doing amazing things. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you. Tomorrow is going to be an incredible day. And tomorrow night at 6.55, we'll be live again. 6 p.m., we are going to have uh, something special for you. You do not want to miss, especially if you are a, uh, a Spanish-speaking person or a bilingual person. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m., you're going to hear from our missionaries in Costa Rica. So make sure that you tune in for that. God's going to do some amazing things, and we're looking forward to it. God bless you. We will see you tomorrow.